Hey, good evening everyone. Thank you for joining us. We had breaking Andrew Tate news today. And I just want to do an update on his legal situation based on my own experience with the justice system and in particular the remand period when you are unsentenced. As a disclaimer, I'm not passing judgment on Andrew Tate. We've had people on this channel who are against him, including Dan out of Romania. We've had people on this channel who are for him, including Ryan Dawson on this channel. I do not know enough about Andrew Tate's history to make a determination of whether he is guilty or not. There is a presumption of innocence because he's unsentenced. Now, the most important thing here is that Andrew Tate needs to fire his legal counsel and needs to keep his mouth shut because he has repeatedly, in recent weeks, repeatedly violated the number one rule your lawyer will tell you when you first get arrested, when you are unsentenced, when you're in the remand phase, the number one rule that your lawyer will tell you. Can anyone in the chat guess what that number one rule is? I'll let you know. Do not ever speak to anyone about your case. That includes the media. That includes talking to your mum on the prison telephone because all the calls are recorded. That includes talking to people at prison visitation because all the visitations rooms are recorded and in, in Romania you don't even get the legal privilege of being in a room with your lawyer without the guards there they can go in there with you don't talk about your case to the inmates because the inmates can go to the prosecutor and say hey Andrew Tate told me this can I get a reduced sentence if I get on the stand, snitch him out? And this happens so many times. Now, you've got a guy here who has been a genius at monetizing controversy. I've never seen anything like the amount of followers he has garnered in such a short period of time. But when you court controversy at all costs... There comes a point when the costs might bite you in the ass. He's gonna he's playing been playing with fire. And even though he's experienced in certain ways of life, he is showing complete inexperience in legal procedures. By going on these podcasts, for example, I'll give you a couple of examples of things that he and Tristan have said that can be used to incriminate them, that they've said in recent weeks. So I was listening to a lawyer's channel today, and he said when he heard the Andrew Tate interviews in recent weeks, he wanted to pull his hair out because Andrew Tate has just violated the most important thing in the world. Keep your mouth shut He's gone on podcasts that have been watched by millions of people. And one of the things that the lawyer pointed out was when Andrew Tate was answering the BBC woman, he gave an answer, gave an answer, gave an answer. And then he says, I'm not going to say answer that question because it might incriminate me. Now, you can be in court 
in Romania and the prosecutor can quote you what you just said. Andrew, you said, I'm not going to answer that because it could incriminate me. What could it incriminate you for? You are implying that you have done something wrong and you can be incriminated if you give that answer, which is guilt. This is guilt, he thinks. I mean, you, you could be the smoothest talker in the world and get all these followers, but they, they will take little bits of what you said and use it against you in a court of law yes kim i know tate was charged today and we we'll get to that we're going to get to that this is why i'm doing this broadcast so in these interviews in the bbc interview he said you found a little bit of what i've said online and you've come here today and put that to me and this doesn't re represent the true person that i am that was what he was saying to the bbc woman Prosecutors are the most corrupt, clickbaity people in the world who are combing through everything you have said in the last couple of weeks. They're combing through those interviews to find little snippets that they can use against you in court when this goes to trial. And you ain't even getting a jury trial. From what I heard today, you're going to be up against judges, poker-faced, stone-faced, Romanian judges, with your lawyer and the prosecutor. And you're going to get up there and try and schmooze these people in this Kafka-esque environment. You are in an absolute dream world, Andrew to be doing these podcasts, to be doing these interviews. If, if your lawyer has allowed you to do these, your lawyer needs firing immediately. And if you watch this or anyone gets words to you, you need to keep your mouth closed from here on out immediately because you are making matters 10 times worse than they already are. Now, I'll give you another example. Andrew Tate on these interviews he's saying over and over and over he's innocent he didn't do it you know this girl is a is a made-up creation uh by this new case these are just made-up creations i didn't do any of this stuff that they're saying i'm an innocent guy now to a lot of people on the surface that sounds like something that would not get andrew tate in trouble he's just protesting his innocence but why do lawyers tell you not to talk about your case because the lawyer knows 10 times more than what the public knows. And I'll show you exactly how this is going to be used to F him when it comes to his sentence, sentencing. So if he gets found guilty for these crimes, and we'll get to the news story in a minute. When he gets found guilty, if he does, and his only way out of this now is a behind closed doors deal where he hands over a massive amount of assets to the corrupt authorities out there. The only way out of it is that. Otherwise, the juggernaut is heading towards a conviction. And when he gets convicted, what the prosecutor is going to say to the judge, because when you get sentenced, there's things called aggravating factors and mitigating factors. Mitigating factors might be mental health issues, childhood trauma 
you know, they'll look at the story arc of your life, they'll have you psychoanalyzed. Um, some mitigating factors, um, if, if they psychoanalyze you, some of those factors may come out as aggravating factors. So, for example, narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy. Aggravating factors make your sentence worse. Mitigating factors make your sentence less. Guys, in the chat, can you tell me what is the main aggravating factor when it comes to someone being sentenced? Can anyone in the chat guess what that is? What the prosecutor is going to take this out of his interviews and use this to say this thing that's going to make him get the maximum sentence. They're going to say that him protesting his innocence is him not showing remorse. If you don't bow down to the judge and show remorse when you've been convicted, after he's been convicted, he says to the judge, I still maintain my innocence, Your Honor. They are going to send this guy to the big, big house, not where he's been locked up with his brother, not where he's been locked up, you know, not mixing with the other inmates. They're going to send him to the big house where there's 20 guys in a cell with a shank and kickboxing skills don't amount to nothing and he's going to get a taste of what real prison is. So him protesting his innocence, I guarantee has been recorded by the prosecutors and will be used after he gets sentenced to show that he has no remorse. Maybe he'll have an epiphany at that moment and he'll, he'll, he'll say to the judge, Judge, I've been found guilty for these crimes. I have reflected on my ways, Your Honour. I am truly sorry. I, you know, I'm remorseful. I'm going to reform myself. And when I get out, I'm going to be a model citizen. But do you think his ego is going to allow him to do what is in his best interest to get his sentence minimized? I think he's committed himself now through these interviews to this I am innocent trajectory. And even if they find him guilty of a lesser crime, it's going to be extremely difficult for him to bow down and show remorse. And even if he does show remorse, guess what? Prosecutor plays the clips of him and says, even after he was arrested, Your Honor, he just, you know, as recently as the middle of 2023, here's a clip of him laughing at the victim's faces saying they are fabrications and not showing any remorse whatsoever and saying he's an innocent man. So he has absolutely demolished his legal situation through his own mouth doing these interviews. Any lawyer, immediately, my lawyer came to me through the New Mexico Mafia for my ecstasy importation case. They school me on legal techniques. Don't talk to the cops. They got to have probable cause. All that kind of thing. And I used the lawyer for my defense. And the first thing he said to me, Sean, have you been speaking to any of the prisoners about your case? No, don't talk to anyone about your case. The phones are recorded from the prison. Don't talk to your mum and dad about your case. And definitely don't do any media interviews. Because that is kamikaze. Big time kamikaze move. Then, 
I've you know I've I've listened to the Valuetainment uh, podcast with Patrick Bet David and Andrew Tate. I've listened to the Tristan Tate one, and in the middle of the Tristan Tate one, Tristan Tate was talking about Han- Andrew being innocent, but he, he made a joke. It was like a sarcastic remark about Andrew not doing anything criminal. I can't remember his exact words, but my stomach sank as I heard Tristan Tate say this and I imagine the prosecutor's office they were all high-fiving each other saying we've got that little snippet now to introduce to the judge a trial with his brother talking about his criminality this is the thing you cannot outsmart these people you can do a five-hour podcast and 99% of it can be on form they're just looking for the minuscule little 1% whereby you say that one little thing wrong and they use that in court and you have sentenced yourself through your own words. This is the crazy thing about this whole situation. Whatever case he had, he is demolishing through his own words. I have never seen anything like it before in my life. I have watched people in prison. I was on remand for 26 months. The old-timers right away school me, don't talk to other prisoners about your case. Don't talk to anyone about your case, especially the media. Maybe it's because he's just been locked up with Tristan. He's not been around the general prison population. He has no clue about the etiquette and the street smarts necessary to avoid you landing yourself in a bigger situation through what you say with your own mouth so in the past couple of weeks i've seen andrew tate just do the complete opposite of what any top lawyer in the world would want you to do and if his lawyer okayed him to do these interviews his lawyer absolutely needs to be fired because that is extremely bad advice if he is overrode his lawyer's advice, which may be possible, then, you know, when it when he's in a prison for years on end, he's going to reflect on what he said and how it was used against him in the court of law at his trial and at his sentencing. And he's, he's going to learn the hard way never to have done, never to do that ever, ever again. Here's the other crazy thing. Why is Andrew Tate doing interviews? Why is he doing interviews? He's facing 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it is, in a Romanian prison. Why is he doing interviews? How can that benefit him any way whatsoever? He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the followers. Why is he doing something that is all risk and no benefit to him? Maybe he feels that the weight of the world is on his shoulders because of all of the allegations against him and he wants to rally his own troops but he's doing the complete opposite of what any lawyer would tell you to do and it's it's some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen in my life. I'd, all of the old school villains, anyone who's schooled in the system, rule number one, keep your mouth shut if you've been arrested don't talk to anyone and he's making the case so bad for himself they're relying on the domino theory now that the other co-defendants will roll over and 
snitch him out. So, that's how I'm starting this live stream. Just hitting on the head the things Andrew Tate has done wrong in the last few weeks. Demolishing the strength of his case and putting words out there that can not only be used to convict him, words that can be used to exacerbate his sentence because protesting his innocence is showing no remorse and they can quote that to the judge after he gets sentenced to make his sentence much longer. He needs to be acting very modestly right now, keeping his mouth shut and working on mitigating factors, factors that will reduce the length of his sentence and could save him from rotting away in a Romanian prison for years and years and years. And like I said at the beginning, I'm not passing judgment on what he's done. I don't know about the history of uh, him to determine you know, whether he's guilty or not. I am neutral on Andrew Tate. I have interviewed Ryan Dawson, who's pro-Tate. I've interviewed Dan in Romania, who's against Tate. And my thing is, I just let people speak on this channel and get their perspective out there without passing judgment. So, the reason I'm doing this live stream is because they have charged him officially today. Knowing that he was going to get charged officially, that the time was running out, why on earth would he time these interviews? Because if you try and humiliate the system, the system has the means and the power when you are detained in a country on house arrest to do whatever it wants to you. And we're going to get to the money factor in a minute. I'm, I'm going to go over today's news, but I want to, I'm going to get to the money factor in a minute because I said to Dan in Romania when he first came on, Tate flexing has caused this situation. He is a meal ticket for people in the Romanian justice system. Westerners, for example, when I was in Mexico, the Mexican cops look at Westerners as a meal ticket. If they arrest you, you know, you just pay them off with so much money, their salaries are so low, and this is how they supplement their income. If you are in a country where the average incomes are really low, and you're driving around in Bugattis and flexing to the extent Andrew Tate flexed, you're asking to be liquidated by entities that are more powerful than you are. And believe me, governments and justice systems are more powerful than any people on this earth. They can do anything they want to you at any time and they are controlled by the most powerful people at the top of society. And it, these are people that he's created enemies with himself. He calls them the Matrix. And the, the Matrix is definitely um, playing a role but the biggest incentive to do this to Andrew Tate, irrespective of innocent or guilt, is the wealth he has flexed. They have to convict him of something to take his money. So there's so much money at stake right now, there's no way they're going to drop this case. And he's made the case even stronger by saying the crazy things he said on these recent interviews, the BBC and uh, value statements saying these things, flexing, you know, calling the Romanian system out. Basically, if you read between the lines, if you call the system out, the system is going to come on down upon you like a ton of bricks. And this is what's happened. You know, his videos, are, what, one of them's at 10 plus million views right now, the five hour one. 
And here they are, the Romanian justice system firing back. So the story today, I'm sure many of you have, have touched on it already. Uh, here's what's been reported by the Mail. Um, they did an article this evening. Andrew Tate's 10 million fortune. Romanian cops reveal details of his wealth, including 15 properties, 15 cars, 14 luxury watches, as he is charged with the R word and human transportation. I'm just euphemizing due to the YouTube algorithm. We've got we've had enough problems with it. Um, amount seized by Romanian prosecutors from Tate was revealed in the indictment. His brother and the two women have been charged with the R word, human transportation, and forming a criminal gang to exploit women. Now, here's the thing. You could say he's got no need to do the R word. He's got no need to do the human transportation. When they charge you with things, this is the beginning of a bargaining procedure. These prosecutors... From what my own experience in America, they're like used car salespeople. They slap a bunch of charges on you, overcharging you on purpose, hoping that some of the mud will stick. So in my case, I had like my first indictment, and I had a, a second indictment a year later that was similar. But on my first indictment, I had conspiracy. I had continuous criminal enterprise, which is like RICO equivalent under Arizona state law. We had um, using of an electronic device to commit uh, drug transactions. But I had, I had a, a bunch of Class 2 felonies which carry big sentences. And I had 25 to life from serious drug offender status as well. So they throw all this on you. They arrested dozens of us. No one was cooperating. And then in the second year, they doubled my charges. So I was facing a maximum 200-year sentence. Now, they want Andrew Tate's money. They've charged him with the most heinous things possible in the world. And the R word, the human transportation. But they don't have to find him guilty of those. All they've got to find him guilty of is coercive control and manipulation. Bringing women into this criminal enterprise to make money from them through the exploitation of the nature, you, you understand uh, the nature of what they were doing without me being too explicit. So when they find him guilty of a lesser charge or when they say to him, Andrew, we can go all the way and give you decades for the main charges or we'll do a deal behind closed doors. We will find you guilty of a lesser charge and you will hand over X amount of assets to us and it will be in the millions that is what i see is going to happen here this is what i predicted when dan came on in the beginning that there's going to be major charges there's going to be a negotiation and he's going to hand, have to hand over a hell of a lot of his assets to get reduced charges maybe he's got a backup amount of money in dubai or the middle east that he could broker a deal an even better deal and just get out on back time. And just because he's been charged today. Does in no way shape or form mean that. He's going to get a trial and get sentenced anytime soon. These remand periods could go on for years. Years. In the Madison jail. In the maximum security Madison jail in Phoenix, Arizona. I met people who had been unsentenced for four 
of five years fighting the case. That's how long this stuff can go on for. Hopefully, it will it'll get uh, resolved sooner than that because not knowing what's going to happen to you, your fate in the balance, having that anticipation, anxiety of going to court every month and thinking that the rest of your life is in the hands of some judges and a prosecutor. It is the most sickening, the most uh, stressful experience you can go through in your entire life. All right, so there is what, that's what he's been charged with today. And my point here is this is the beginning of a bargaining with Tate behind the scenes where this is a shakedown and he's going to ha- have to hand over X amount of assets to get a reduced sentence. If he wants complete freedom, he's going to have to pull up his assets out from wherever they're hidden around the world and pay these corrupt officials off. This is the real world. Andrew Tate, in his recent interviews, he said that God is going to save him. He said that justice is going to prevail. Andrew, you are in an absolute dream world if you think God or justice is going to save you. There is no such thing as justice in a corrupt foreign justice system where people's incomes are so low and you're going around flexing your wealth and rubbing it in their faces. They are taking that money from you, whether you like it or not. And your only hope now is to pay these people off. Let me tell you about God helping someone. I've got a friend called T-Bone. T-Bone, they SWAT team raided him and they said he's done a robbery and if he pled guilty to the robbery, they would only give him 15 years. If he didn't uh, plead guilty to the robbery, if he went to trial and lost, they would give him 200. T-Bone is a very religious man, Christian. He went to God and he prayed and he said God had his back and he went to, uh, to trial and they got the cop on the stand and they said to the cop, look, you said... He's done a robbery? Yep. Is this the location where he did the robbery? Yep. Were there cameras at the location? Yep. Show us the video of him doing the robbery. The cop said he didn't have time to get the video. Guess what happened next? The jury found him not guilty. And T-Bone was the happiest man in the world. He thought God had his back, and God had saved him from this injustice. But when the system has got you, and when the system wants you, and Timo didn't even have any money, Andrew, you've got millions that they want. Timo had nothing. All he was worth was $60,000 a year of taxpayers' money to the prison for the next X years of his life, because that's how much the prisons make from housing people in America. So what happened next? Timo thought he was getting out. What happened next? They had a woman in custody. They said to her, we'll drop your charges if you say he took $20 off a countertop in a shop. She said, cool, I'll do that, no problem. They got on the stand. She said it. They found him guilty and they gave him 13 years for taking $20 off a countertop in a shop. What do you think they're going to do to you, Andrew, with these heinous charges They have slapped down upon you. These judicial systems are corrupt to the core. There are bigger criminals working in the judicial systems than are in the prison system. 
and you are the prize, Andrew Tate. The whole world is watching, and you are the prize. Nobody knew who T-Bone was. This is in Arizona. No news coverage. Just a poor guy. Look what they did to him. Believe me, they're ready to do much worse to you. So you need to drop this. God's going to save you. Justice is going to save you. And get up to speed with how justice systems really operate. And I hope someone sends you this video and you realize you need to keep your mouth shut because you're making everything 10 times worse for yourself. All right, continuing the news. This is from the mail again. Um, despite him claiming to be uh, extremely wealthy trillionaire, a press release. I'm, I, you know, I know this is obviously isn't in in Tate's favor, and I'm neutral. Like I've said, I'm not. I'm not trying to bash the guy. I'm trying to give him some advice. Uh, having gone through the system myself, having been on remand for 26 months with hardened prisoners who knew no one would open their mouth in any way or give interviews, and if you did, you know, you might as well just um, confess and say, "Send me away for the rest of my life." All right, so here's what the mail is saying. Um, press release from Romania's Anti-Organized Crime Prosecutions Unit, D-I-I-C-O-T, suggested his fortune was more likely around 10 million. As part of the, and they're taking that, believe me. As part of the indictment, prosecutors ordered the confiscation of luxury assets from the Tate brothers, including 15 high-value cars, 14 luxury watches, and 440,000 held in cryptocurrency agency statements said. And I bet you that prosecutors and senior cops and senior people in law enforcement are, are flexing those high-value cars to their girlfriends right now, Andrew, and going out wearing those watches. And in Mexico, you've got um, America sending down helicopters, you know, helicopters so they can fight the war on drugs. And in Mexico, those helicopters get used by the governors of the states to fly their mistresses around. This is the real world. Those assets, Andrew, that's where they're going to end up. They're going to end up in the hands of high-level corrupt officials using them to impress their own girlfriends. And these are the same people who are going to use exactly what you said in your courses about bottom, B-word, and the lover boy methods. These are the same officials who are going to clickbait all those little clips of things you said and use them also at your trial to convict you. Again, they're going to use your, the words from your own mouth in recent weeks and they're going to use the words from your own mouth from years ago, irrespective of context. You can get up there and argue the context was incorrect and you didn't mean to say those things. These stone-faced Romanian judges are going to laugh in your face. All right, so D-I-I-C-O-T has been investigating Tate, Tristan, uh, the two females since last year. Agency ordered the indictment of the four defendants for offences, including setting up an organised criminal group, um, transportation in persons, and the R-word, they said. The four were arrested December 29th, held until March 31st, um, before they were put on house arrest. Early this month, DIICLT notified the brothers that the human transportation charge had changed to transportation in continued form. 
um, D-I-I-C-O-T said on June 13th. And remember when we first had Dan on, Dan said if they didn't have the goods on these guys already, they wouldn't be proceeding with this. And when I mean the goods, it doesn't mean whether they're innocent or guilty. You don't need goods based on guilt. All you need is to frame your goods in a way that makes them look guilty and bingo, you just scored the millions that these guys have been flexing because they're now they're getting recycled to the local officials. So innocence or guilt is irrespective. Core is theatre and whoever puts on the best theatre show wins. And in this case, with these uh, victims, alleged victims, uh, describing the methods that were used on them and then they bust up the videos of you, Andrew, describing your techniques of lover boy and bottom B word <sighs> your own your own words it's not it doesn't look good it it's it's I think it's gonna go against you um, all based on your own words all right they have now been formally indicted which means they will appear before a judge the trial will not start immediately and could take several years this is what I am talking about the wheels of justice turn very slowly. And while Andrew Tate makes his case worse on himself by doing more and more interviews, the prosecutors have all the time in the world to gather more and more evidence against you. In my case, they uh, arrested us in groups. This is for the ecstasy. They arrested us in groups. They were hoping, domino effect, one snitches, they all snitch. Because the same multi-agency investigation on Sammy the Bull, all those resources, he was arrested a couple of years before me, all those resources were put on me. In Sammy the Bull's case, all 57 people who were arrested cooperated right away. It was a role. Domino theory in effect. In my case, because we bonded for years in the rave scene, we were all so close-knit. Nobody was cooperating and even I fought the case for 26 months and even at the end of the 26 months only four had cooperated so they had a really weak case but my point here is they've got all the time in the world to flip the two women co-defendants against you they've got all the time in the world for more alleged victims to come forward around the world you've got potentially other cases now in the UK there's more coming forward and this thing could really expand and when you get released from Romania there is a situation whereby you could be extradited to another prison in another country and the whole process could start again in Arizona that's called a gate arrest and it's everybody's worst nightmare all right now they've been formally indicted which means they'll appear before a judge trial could take years Tate has been charged with uh, beeping one of his victims while his brother has been charged with instigating others to violence. The brothers and female associates have denied all allegations of abuse and transportation. I'm saying transportation instead of the other word. Um, investigators are also continuing to probe their finances, which is what this is all about. It's what it's been all about since day one. Flexing that wealth, you've invited super predators. And the justice system is one of the biggest super predators in the world. 
Investigations, ongoing alleged money laundering links to the brothers. Assets seized are estimated to be worth 10 million. So they've got 10 million of your loot already, which you are not getting back. You may get a reduced sentence just to sign it all over. You may get freedom if you pull in money from around the world and pay extra. That's the only way you're going to get freedom. So viewers, if freedom suddenly happens, this will not be disclosed to the public, but there will have been a huge payoff made behind closed doors. While still a significant amount of money, it is much less than Tate had previously claimed to be worth. In the past, he has bragged about uh, his fortune ranging from 100 million to being the world's first trillionaire. And uh, the Decart indictment suggests his fortune is much smaller. However, I mean, that's based, as far as I'm aware, on assets in Romania. I thought I was outsmarting the cops. I flew people from the UK, put money in their names, thought I could rely on that after I got arrested. The cops had a virus in my computer, a netbush Trojan horse, which showed them where I had all my money. I'm just wondering whether they've done some kind of trace um, linking his other assets around the world to this investigation or whether these are just the assets from the domain of Romania. But I suspect he's got a lot more assets around the world and that's going to help him get out of this situation when the time is right, when when it's, it's more out of the media, when it's died down a bit and he can Bill Cosby his way out of the situation. All right, according to the source quoted by The Sun Online, the biggest assets of Tate Brothers are their cars, estimated to be around 8 million, houses and lands uh, worth uh, 2 million. As for the account, the source told the publication, further investigations are to be made, as there is also another file on their names for money laundering, a file which is far from ended. Assets listed include 15 lands and buildings located within the Romanian regions of Ilfov, Prahova, Brazov, 15 luxury cars, 14 luxury watches, two ingots and a medal. The social shares own within four commercial companies. It said the shares within four commercial companies were in different currencies and then it lists an amount of currencies in different... Um, I'm not going to read all that. Prosecutors have seized his crypto holdings Listed as just over 21 Bitcoin worth around £440,000. Half a million dollars, that is, as of June 2023. Listed as being valued at 318 the indictment. Um, in its press release listing the assets, the Tates have to pay an advanced legal fee. <laughs> so not only do you have to pay your own lawyer, but apparently in Romania, you have to pay for your own legal fees for the opposition. He's got to pay £52,000 ahead of the trial. That's a fraction of what he's going to have to pay in the end. They're just bleeding him. Bleeding him dry. <laughs> Responding to a tweet which appeared to mistranslate his estimated value of his crypto, Tate accused prosecutors of stealing his wealth. All right, so this has come out today. This article is saying that Tate is accusing prosecutors of stealing his wealth. Andrew, when you get sentenced and they quote that, that you've just been charged, on the day you've been charged, you're accusing prosecutors of stealing your wealth. How is that going to look? This is an aggravating factor that is going to enhance 
your sentencing. Stop tweeting. Stop doing interviews. Get a lawyer who knows what they're talking about. Keep your mouth shut. Rule number one, the convict code. Keep your mouth shut. You're making everything way worse, which has been the whole theme of what I'm talking about tonight. Um, he often posed with luxury cars, blah, blah, blah. Attack the Greta. Yeah, we know all that. Um, here's a quote in the mail today. Please provide your email address so I can send you a complete list of my car collection and respective enormous emissions. He wrote, oh, this is the Greta thing. Um, in a podcast before his arrest, he denied that he owned any of the luxury cars, implying his Bugatti was actually owned through a series of companies and trusts that gave him access to the supercar. He's hoping that he's, tri- he's going to have a trial in September, but it could take several years. Under Romanian law, the case gets sent to the court's preliminary chamber where a judge has 60 days to inspect the case files to ensure legality. Prosecutors said the Tate brothers recruited their alleged blah, blah, blah. I won't get into that. Um, accusation was laid out in a press release today. And here's what it says. The injured persons were recruited by the foreign nationals by misleading them about the intention to establish a marriage cohabitation relationship and the existence of real feelings of love, the lover boy method. And they've got the communications between the Tate brothers and these women. They've got their exact words. Andrew could say he's not done this. And it's all lies and it's all made up against him. But when they read out the statements, the communications in the court and play the videos of him teaching others to use the lover boy method, it's this, the weight of evidence is way too much against him. And it's evidence that he's created and continues to create himself. The indictment says the alleged victims were transported and housed in buildings in Ilvoff County were by exercising acts of physical violence and mental coercion through intimidation, constant surveillance control and invoking alleged debts. They were beep exploited by group members by forcing them to perform demonstrations beep in order to produce and disseminate through some social media platform materials having such a character. It goes on to say that the seven injured persons identified during the criminal investigations were subjected to forced labour. It adds that of the seven who were also beep exploited by the organised crime group, three became civil parties in the criminal process. Regarding the crime of R word, the indictment says it was noted that in March 2022, an injured person was forced by one of the defendants through the exercise of physical violence and mental pressure to repeatedly have beep relations to material acts. It also accused the defendants of violence against the the one injured persons, citing an October 2021 indictment in which one who wanted to stop making beep material and leave the ill-off property was attacked. It also accused the defendants of illegally accessing a computer system and altering, quote, the integrity of the computer data of one of the alleged victims. It said the defendants posted on the social media account belonging to her the materials that obtained in this way, which depicted her in compromising poses. 
In a statement to the male representative of the brothers said their primary focus now will be to establish the truth and ensure a fair and impartial examination of the evidence the legal team will submit. This is their uh, perspective. The indictment now allows us to present a comprehensive body of evidence diligently collected and prepared over time which will undoubtedly substantiate the brothers' claims of innocence. Tate's legal team are prepared to cooperate fully with the appropriate authorities, presenting all necessary evidence to exonerate the brothers and expose any misinterpretations or false accusations. We express our gratitude to all those who have stood by us, supporting our clients during this challenging time. We request the media and the public to exercise patience and refrain from making premature judgments until all the facts are presented in the court of law and respect the basic principle of democracy, the presumption of innocence. So that is the news that's come out today. That is my perspective from someone who's been through this before 26 months on remand. First thing my lawyer said was to keep your mouth shut, don't do media interviews, don't speak to anyone about your case. I'm seeing all these amateur mistakes that Andrew Tate and his brother are making and to think that God and justice will prevail is absolute madness. These psychopaths that work in these judicial systems are so corrupt and you have indicated that you've got all this money and now they've snatched £10 million uh, worth of it. There is no way you're ever going to see that money again and your only prayer of getting out of this situation is to use your foreign assets to bribe these people because they have their price to, so that there's some deal is struck whereby you sign a plea bargain or something of that nature, whatever the Romanian equivalent is, for a lesser charge and they give you back time. That is your only prayer to get out and that's what I would be praying for. I wouldn't be praying for, for, to God. I'd be praying to the judge because he's a mofo who can decide whether you get the rest of your life back or not. Thank you for watching this live stream. We're back tomorrow at 5.45 p.m. at We're Unleashed. We've got about seven or eight interviews live. And then we've got the usual uh, podcast on Sunday. And we've got the Royal Mess with Samantha Markle Part 2 going out Saturday night. It's already available on our Patreon. Take care wherever you are in the world. Much love and respect. Like I said at the beginning, I'm neutral Andrew Tate. I don't know his complete history not passing judgment. I'm just saying he's making amateur mistakes based on my experience in the justice system and what my lawyer told me and what everybody's lawyers tell them. Fire lawyer Tate or if your lawyer told you not to do these interviews, for God's sake, start listening to them. Take care.